Blog Talk Radio. giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. It was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, let it be me. It is you, dear. 727. Oh, my God. I wasn't <laughs> talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, I my God. Talking- doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-N. Just 
Put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She pulled my hair, put my lipstick on, in a glass of purple dry. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said, cause it made you perfect, babe. So hold the head up, girl, and you'll go far.
Good evening, everybody. It is Thursday, March 21st, 2013. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Off to a little bit of a late start, but that's okay. The show is going to still be a wonderful success, no matter what, because our shows always are a wonderful successes. So hopefully everyone has had themselves a wonderful day. I know I have had a wonderful surprise today. Our niece came in all the way from California with her husband and her uh, four-year-old son. He's going to be five years old in a couple of months. Uh, We haven't met her husband or or our great-nephew until today, so it was a nice little surprise for Louie for his birthday, which is next week. So uh, it was nice when she found out she was pregnant. Uh, again for a second time, she's like, "Okay, gotta come to California. Gotta come to Florida. Gonna surprise my uncle Louie." So, and she definitely did. So it was a wonderful uh, time to spend with her today. So it's it's always interesting, um, you know how. And I appreciate how uh, open and accepted I am into the family because, um, you know, she says, you know, tells her son to go and hug Uncle Mike also, and. Um, you know, it's always nice to be uh, a part of a, such a big big family. So we're going to try to plan to go to California after the second baby is born. I already know what she's having, but she doesn't want me to tell her. So I think we all know what she's going to be having this time here because at three months she's really showing this time. It's like, uh-oh. So, but it was it was always fun. Now we have to do a little bit of a uh, little bit of stuff here. Uh, legal disclaimers, we have to do them once in a while. All our show descriptions are copyrighted by Be The Light Metaphysical Inc. and Be The Light Now Radio Network. Um, our co-host, Arlene, and our other co-hosts and hosts work hard to create their show descriptions for themselves. And as such, they become the intellectual uh, copyright property of the um, Metaphysical Incorporated for, and also Be The Light Now Radio. Got a little tongue-tied there. And as flattered as we are that you, uh, as other radio hosts, are listening in, would love to have our phenomenal guests on the show, please do your best to refrain from saying that we referred you. Even though we're sure that you have a wonderful and lovely show as well, we do not know what your show is about. And as such, we do not go ahead and offer up any recommendations or referrals to other shows other than to those on our network, which, of course, we're going to be gladly doing those. So, anyways, now that I got those all out in the open, we have with us tonight a phenomenal show for you. You know, I had to write this introduction down because, you know, I figured it was just too cute. Um, So, I had to write it down the right way here. Let me see. With a snake wrapped around her neck and a beret on her head, Let me get her in the switchboard. It's none other than international renowned sensation astrologer, numerologist, Sharita Starr. Hello, my dear. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm doing wonderful now that we have you back on the show. Well, and and it's equally, like, wonderful to have you back on the show. Um, It was, I met your wonderful other co-host in your absence last time. We, We had fun, but I missed you, of course. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad Louis's better and everything is looking up on the upswing and, and that's fabulous. Yes. So, prayers work. 
we have to Oh, it works wonders. <laughs> and after that lovely introduction, I did it's way, way, way too much for my taste, but um, but I give you my great true attitude of gratitude for that as well. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah, when I saw the picture, I said, oh, I got the perfect introduction. There was a snake wrapped around her neck and a beret. You know? becoming, that picture's becoming very popular, but it was funny. I did uh, a, a radio show earlier tonight, and, and my uh, – the, the host was like, I had to hide you on Facebook because she's like afraid of snakes. And she's like, the pictures freaked her out. <laughs> and she's like, when you take that down, I'll unhide you. And I'm like, but I'm here to teach people that the snakes are very cool. You know, like people really misunderstand snakes. I I, I have found out. And if you really like give them a chance, I mean, they're like a perfect masseuse. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure, because, you know, when they're moving around and everything else, and oh, tighten and up a not, little bit. Yeah. They're, like, so not slimy. Like, a snake is always perceived as, like, kind of, like, slippery or, like, what they are, uh, they feel so cool. I mean, they're very intense, but they're very cool. Yeah, um, the only slimy ones are the water moccasins. It, it, yeah, and they're kind of poisonous anyway, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we don't hold poisonous snakes around our necks, but, you know. Uh, no, no, that's for sure. <laughs> So awesome, awesome! So how's your new year going? Oh, uh, it's going wonderful. Uh, we've expanded the show. That's why we, you know I had the wonderful um, my other co-host. You know the other host with the most Ron Bates uh, helped out in my absence. Yes. So we uh, he actually takes care of our earlier show. He has a couple of other hosts with him. So they usually do an earlier show uh, in the evening uh, on our network. Now we have our own little network going. Cool. And we also have our own little. Uh, merchandise store we have some wonderful crystals and a whole bunch of other wonderful products up there it's the mystic store dot biz so uh we're, we're expanding that way and having our own um products uh unique products that you really can't find other places so lots of good things we're getting ready to expand at the center Very so cool. this this Very year is doing phenomenal fantastic as we knew it would for you of course yes yeah. Of course. You you haven't even hit your birthday yet, nor uh, the presence of Jupiter in your sun sign, which of course, uh, once the summer gets here, uh, is really just. If you think it's spiced up now, it's going to get more spiced up. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. Yeah, in a good way. Very abundant and optimistic, and and growth and more learning and just this good fortune. And you know, if, if Jupiter is uh, wherever Jupiter is transiting and hanging around your chart, um, you can expect things to go pretty smoothly. Uh, that's 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 what Jupiter wants. He he's not the planet that's going to give you any trouble. He's very benevolent up there. Uh, the yeah. only thing you kind of got to watch with them is that. He likes to have a lot of fun, so sometimes you got to rein that energy in a little bit with Jupiter and, and kind of find a focus, complete it, and then move on to the next task because, you know, he's a fabulous multitasker up there. He, he, he'll he make you, like, run in five or more directions at the same time because, you know, he's the biggest planet that we look at, and he's a fire, a fire energy and it's a mutable energy. So whether you are like a Sag person um, or if you're born to a three vibration of the month, which, of course, would be the 3rd, the 12th, 21st, or the 30th, you have that natural energy of him in your, you know, in, in your field of choices in life. And um, so, 
Yeah, but Jupiter cool. is always affecting anyone's chart at any given point in time because, you know, all the planets are always zooming around our natal information and our collective information. So you're always going to, you know, we know who to look to to kind of where we can get a break. And then uh, we know, you know, where to look to kind of take a little more patient pace. And uh, I don't know, how, how was the last three weeks for you? How did you ride out the Mercury retrograde fun? fun oh, it, funness. <laughs> it, it's big time. It hit big time, didn't it? it <laughs> Everybody it, said it, that about it, this one. It, it was nasty. It bit me in the it, butt. It was nasty. You're the, like yeah, the second person that said that to me today. <laughs> Windows 7 did an upgrade, and I guess that my, my hard drive is getting ready to go on a fritz. So when Windows 7 did the upgrade, the computer crashed. Uh, when, oh, that is the classic Mercury retrograde. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it wouldn't let me be in safe mode. I couldn't do a recovery. I couldn't do nothing. I had to go well, ahead and install a... Uh, Unix um, operating system on it, so I can get into the hard drive to get my my information out of it. Yep, yep. It's um, Mercury will totally mess with anything dealing with electronics, communications, our cars, uh, washing machines, mechanisms that move of any kind. When Mercury's retrograde, if there's something on the fritz with it, he'll make sure you repair it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Yeah, because I, I had to. Uh, I was like, oh great, I can't get on and do my show. I had to go ahead and get out Louis's computer the following day and find my other computers that I've got and get those set up. So I'm like, you know, really. Well, really, yes, because you always need a backup plan under Mercury Retrograde. Uh, the, the big rule is that you've got to have Plan B, and most of the time, even Plan B doesn't work, so you need C, D, and E lined up so that you're always adaptable to whatever the changes that are presented to you. And then, because people who choose under Mercury Retrograde to get very resistant, that the fact that the change it's presented itself to them and then they you know you know how people are they get a little stubborn sometimes and and i want it to be this way well you can't you're not going to have success with that under mercury retrograde you you've got to go with the flow change and if you adapt you're cool um and my you know my classic rule under mercury retrograde is stick to the re's if you do any action that deals with a word that begins with re you will have success. And of the most important is rest, relax, retreat, you know, review, redo, reorganize, reassess, so on and so forth. Um, because that's where you're not going to be like fighting the salmon. You're not going to be like the salmon swimming upstream and feeling like you're not getting anywhere. Although, you know, the salmon does eventually get upstream, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> and that's what I ended up doing too during the uh, retrograde. It's like you know, relaxed and rested and that's reorganized. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, but now I have, after next week, I've got to get back into the swing of things over at the center because I haven't been there in uh, really in about a month since Louis got uh-huh. sick, trying to get him situated and yeah, and getting well, ready for the surprise because we had to do some renovating and uh, a little bit of straightening out here at the house uh, in order to prepare for the uh, for the surprise for Louis. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's good because you reaped your rewards by sticking to that, and you know, yeah, we all get yep. we all get thrown the minor inconveniences, but it's never life or death typically. Um, and you know, it's always recommended too under the Mercury retrograde to go a little slower, give yourself you know um, a little more time to get where you're going because there's typically delays, you know, things like that, um, and especially the slow thing because. And the, like cross your T's and dot your I's and, and do all that because you human error is highest under Mercury retrograde, which is why it's not favored to start new ventures 
or, you know, put anything in, like initiate something that's never been done before because it's not, it's set up under this like oddball shaky ground. But if you go back into what you've already been doing in the last few months and you reassess, you review, you redo it, you kind of come up with new ideas. Mercury retrograde is fantastic to step into old creative projects, um, you know, get into the, an old space because that that review you're doing is what really will work well. Um, but, yeah, not a lot of forward motion. But uh, next week, yeah, you're going to start to feel a lot of things moving forward. And by that new moon in Aries, which will come up uh, April 10th, everybody's going to feel like spring has finally sprung. And I know you Floridians already have gorgeous weather, um, but up here in the Northeast, uh, Mercury's definitely delaying the, the entrance of spring because we have snow on the ground and it was 18 degrees last night. It's already into the 50s right now for us. It's like, ooh, it's a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he's still, you know, the thing of it is that Mercury is still in, in Pisces. You know, he retrograded all this time back into Pisces, so he's now at the early degrees of Pisces, so he's, like, not in spring yet at all. So once the shadow completes, um, we'll feel a lot better. And then he goes into Aries on the 13th of of, uh, April, just past um, the new moon. So that's when I think things are going to be rocking and you're going to get your temperatures back and, you know, hopefully the snow will stay away if you're in that type of area where you can get snow. (laughs) And um, so, and this one was extra intense for everybody because we had Mars, Venus, Chiron, Neptune, the sun, all the planets were in Pisces. It was like a planet party in Pisces. So Mercury was playing around with all those planets as he was going backwards. So, you know, when you've got a planet up there that's not really looking where he's going, bumping into everybody else, you know, it's like a, it's like a chaos up there, sort of, kind of. Um so it, it was a big one. You know, when you have a Mercury retrograde in a mutable sign like Pisces, which is a mutable water sign, I mean, you know, who knows what the sea of possibilities are going to be like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, being a, you know, you're into astrology and all that other wonderful energies and all, did you have a chance yet to see the comet? Not yet. Although you haven't. I, although I did notice that the moon is setting up here tonight and our stars are looking fabulous. We have a nice clear night up, up in the uh, north country here. Um, but I haven't seen the comet yet, no. I don't, oh, I don't we'll have to it. take a break soon and you'll have to look at the really low in the horizon off to the west and um, you'll be able to see it right after sunset. And you, you should be able to see a little bit of it. It's, gonna, it's getting fainter and harder to see, but I saw it like three days in a row. So you and, see it around sunset, you, you're yep. saying? Yep, okay. Right around sunset. Right okay. after sunset. I'm gonna look tomorrow night then. All right. Yeah, and look down. I uh, looked uh, more like to the northwest, and you'll see it streaking. Uh, you know, if it's clear enough skies, you see the little streak going across. Oh, cool! I saw a shooting I, star like two nights ago, which is really cool. But that was later in the night, so it wasn't the comet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I saw the comet and uh, one night, and I took the uh, telescope out and, uh, and put in a uh, closer lens. Nice. And I actually saw the comet itself. That's cool. So it was like that was cool, and the energies were just amazing from it. Oh yeah, and if that if the sun is setting, well now the comet. If you say if it's setting, and so that comet's in Aries for sure. Yeah. 
because so the sun cold. is now in Aries, so you're definitely seeing uh, an Aries comet. Um, and I'm sure it has a name. I, I, I'm not the astronomer. I'm just the astrologer. <laughs> yeah. And because uh, I know that affects everything as well, too, getting, you know, something shooting in at the, uh, you know. Oh, sure. Well, we have thing. Mars in Pisces right now. Uh, pardon, Pisces. Mars is in Aries right now, as, as is our sun. And, of course, Uranus is in, has been there for quite some time. And uh, so you now the Aries piece of the zodiac pie is starting to heat up a little bit. And uh, as we uh, – Venus actually will pop into Aries as we're doing the show tonight at 11.15 Eastern Standard Time. So uh, – Eastern Daylight. We're daylight time now. Um, so the, the planet party is going to start to heat up in, in, um, in Aries. So we're going to get all that energy. It's going to start to, but at least we won't have Mercury going backwards. <laughs> cool. So, and then I know again in November, which will supposedly towards the end of November, we should be able to see another comet entering through the solar system. Um, and this one here is supposed to be brighter than the full moon. Ooh, ooh so this that, should be too. really nice. Yeah, so it's going to be Very interesting cool. to see what what it does to the energies too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll spice it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Why not? We all need spice in our life, you know. Why not? So how can everyone reach you for a uh, private reading and, and get their numbers done and charts done and all that other fun stuff? I am on the web. Uh, my website is ShavitaStar.com, and that's S-H-A-R-I-T-A-S-T-A-R.com. Um, that's the main place to find me, of course, um, and that's Shavita at ShavitaStar.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook under Shavita Star. Shavita Star Secrets, and the book is it's all in the name. All of those pages are on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, Shavita Star. Shavita's Lexagrams is on Twitter, and uh, I think that's all of the things. And I, I've started the Hootsuite thing, but I just haven't gotten to really elaborate on that. Oh, and I'm on Pinterest. Um, you can find Sharita Star Secrets on Pinterest. I've got numerous boards on there uh, with all sorts of links and fun pictures and, you know, how the Pinterest thing is kind of fun. Um, just got into that earlier this year, uh, which I didn't even know that existed until somebody just said, hey, do you know about Pinterest? And I was like, no. I know, <laughs> like, I've got to start doing some... Facebook, you'll love Pinterest. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's another Don't thing I've got to add one, to but, Pinterest. Um, but yeah, I, I you know I post um I have a, and I also have a, I encourage people to sign up if you like what I say on the show uh go to my homepage on my website shavitastar.com and I have a mailing list uh, you can sign up at the bottom at the bottom of the homepage uh if you want to check out what the book is about I have a nice book trailer on there as well and uh, there's another video explaining a little bit more in depth about what I do and uh, beyond what we'll talk about tonight and um. So there's all sorts of things. I write my lunaroscope twice a month uh, on the new and full moon, and uh, I'm a very big advocate of what our uh, lunar lady is up to up there because she is, of course, the planet that guides our emotions, how what we feel about things, and it's you know really the reason why our moods change very frequently because the moon changes the sign every couple of days. So you always are getting a different feeling about what's going on. And depending on where that moon initiates energy and then releases energy on the new and the full moon every month, it's it's really going to give you some spin in your chart as to where you can note new energy coming and energy that needs to finish up, wrap up, complete release. 
Um, and if you know your natal chart, you can read it for that. But you, could, it's just a very, it's written for the collective perspective. So if you just know your sun sign, you can get a load of information off of that too. And of course, everything's on my blog. If you go to my website, you can click on blog, and everything's on there too. And um, so there's always loads of information. I never stop writing ever. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, cool. Well, why don't we go ahead and grab a couple of calls, and we'll find out some more about what's going on with oh, numerology sure. and astrology and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. Let's bring on Jay from Canada. Hi, Jay. Hey there. How's it going? Pretty good. So how can we help Hi. you tonight? Hey, it's uh, i got a few days before my birthday is actually on 24th, so. Uh-huh. So you're well, happy an Aries. Birthday. Thank you're you. You're an Aries. I am. Yes, happy, well, we'll tell you Happy New Year because it is, of course, always a Happy New Year when it's your birthday because you have a, what we call a solar return. The sun returns by, via current transit to the same natal point it was in your when you were born. Uh, so it's always a time when you're very filled with a lot of energy. Typically around your birthday, you feel really good because, you know, when the sun is shining right on top of your natal info, you can't help but feel, feel pretty happy. We all love the sun. So, Jay, you're in a, what we call, you're going to be, you're just wrapping up this year of, um, I mean, you pretty much have it wrapped up. You're like a day away, two days away. Um, Your five personal years. So you've experienced a boatload of change uh, and permanent change in the past year since your last birthday passed in 2012. Um, So you can expect this year. And what this year did really was it wanted to blossom you quite a bit from what you had planted as a foundation the four years prior, so 11, 10, 9, 8. So 2008 was a year of, if it's new, it's for you as far as what your life. And 2007 was your last um, nine-year cycle where you wrapped up a lot of things. So whatever left your life in 2007, you can rest assured that that was kind of meant to close the doors so that you had the space in your life in 2008 to plant the right seeds. And then you built a foundation in those first four years. So now that's very that was very solid beneath you by the time last year came along. And everything that, that happened last year was to kind of accelerate what you were doing at a rapid pace, but you saw a lot of permanent changes, movement, a lot of communications going on, um, but irreversible energy was around your life last year where it, there, there's no going backwards. Um, you can't, like, go back and switch it to, back to the way it was. And it was meant to propel you forward, even if challenging things came up. That was also meant to work in that way. Because uh, a lot of times, you know, we, we're human. We're all human. And we gather things up, you know, in our energy. And sometimes we got to let it go. And if we don't do it ourselves, sometimes our cycles will do it for us. And so if we resist that energy, we get a little tripped up. But if we go with the flow, we, we, get, we get the reward about what our soul's purpose is really supposed to be doing. So this year you can definitely expect a lot of harmony to come back into your life. And it's going to calm – that energy is going to calm down a little bit. Um, you know, you're in a karmic path six anyway because you're born to the 24th. So this is going to be a very natural energy for you to, to feed off of and, get in, and grasp onto and, and kind of follow it really well. Um, you have a wonderful karmic path, by the way. You're the formula of love, money, creativity. Basically, it it means do what you love, be creative at it, and the money will flow. And if you trust in that formula, the magic will happen in your life. 
Um, and that's very much now this year you're in this what we call the magician energy of the six. So this is going to be kind of like think of yourself as like a, a man with like some gold energy flowing out of your fingertips. And that's kind of you. You've got the Midas touch in the year ahead. Um, you're a very compassionate person by nature. And now Aries is not known for its compassion, but the 24 is. So you you toy with the balance a lot because you are a pioneering spirit. You're a leader by nature. You've got to do things yourself, but you really know how to seek both sides of the issue. And you know, you're very good at that. You've got a lot of harmony about you. You're very calm for an Aries, um, which is really nice because a lot of Aries – you know, they fly right off the handle about stuff, and it gets them in trouble every time. Um, like, as Michael was saying about the Mercury retrograde before, like, you know, biting them in the butt kind of thing. Well, Aries get bit in the butt a lot when they when they go into aggression, and they don't utilize their courage. Um, but you really get how to do that a lot, because you're, like, you don't mind fighting for something that's right, if you're standing up for a cause or something, but... You really don't like fighting at all. Like you really want peace. That's really your deal. You're guided by Venus uh, with the 24/6, and that's the, also the energy around your year this year. Um, Venus doesn't not want unpleasantries. She doesn't like that kind of stuff. She she's much better attuned to nature. And when you get a little rattled, being in nature is very healing for you. Uh, it brings you right back to base and right back to center, so that you can you know, if you ever have trouble or you get a little tripped up. Go take a walk in the woods or by the ocean or wherever it is that you live where you've got nature around you. Even in a city, there's always parks somewhere um, because that, that, that brings you right back to where you need to be, to be able to think right, be silent, listen, and, and move forward and make your choices properly. Does all that make sense? <laughs> well, that makes all sense. <laughs> Did you totally. have any particular questions, uh, anything sp- specific timing-wise or? I, I don't. Okay, I'll ask the big. You know, the question they always gets asked coming along. I I know my drumming class is going to be really well this year. I'm going to be pretty busy with it, and but I just wonder about my romantic life actually. Well, <laughs> yes, because it is. It is. I think uh, money, love, uh, money, love, and relationships are definitely the most popular questions, or or job careers. Um, but the sixth year, yes. I mean, you know, you're, you're very romantic for an Aries. Um, you know, you, you like having your relationships around. I mean, you ha- have your level of independence, but you, you like what you can relate to. Um, and the sixth year very much favors the romantic relationship to fall into place somehow, some way. Um, last year was more about you exploring a lot because the five is so uh, versatile and kind of so curious that, and you're curious by nature too for being an Aries, um, but the five energy doesn't really know where to commit sometimes. So this is definitely something that um, you will be kind of losing that a little bit. And and you're going to like kind of sense, ooh, where should I be? You know, I would say if you, um, let's see here, six, your two month was already passed. So four, well, you're going to, April is going to be a month of new beginnings for you. And then May Look out for a little bit of a soulmate energy around you in May. Um, someone that you'll meet, either you may already know them from your past, but more than likely 
It's not somebody you've met yet, but when you meet them, they'll see oddly familiar to you. Like you're kind of like, oh, and you know what I mean when you meet somebody and you're like, wow, I've known you for five minutes, but I really like you. And and that's soulmates. Those are people that you've already known in other lifetimes and you're here to fix and connect again. And that's a in your sixth year, um, May is a month where you definitely can, can deal with uh, meeting some cooperative energy uh, in your space. It's also a year, also a month, excuse me, where you'll see a little bit of um, – little home family stuff going on or, you know, you'll be in a very big nurturing space as well. But June picks up into a lot of expansion. Foundation falls into place in July. A lot of change. Go on some short trips in August. That's good for a lot of changes. And then you feel the biggest intensity of being at peace in, in September. At, at What this, you know, year is settling down, all that stirring up energy that happened last year. So. Wow. It, it, it's on the way this year, for sure. Yeah, definitely it is, yeah. And, and always with your relationships, write down what you want, what you wish to have, and write it in the tense of, I have it. And don't think about it too much after that. Just take the list, put it away. You you then put your attention clear to the universe and let the universe figure out how it happens. Because the more you try to focus on that, it doesn't always, you know, go back and focus on yourself and be good to yourself and treat yourself well. And the right person will reflect right back to you. Mm, that's so true. Mhm. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Jay. Enjoy. Where are you in Canada? I'm in actually Alberta. Alberta. Yeah. Oh, wow! You're way up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm way up there with a lot of snow right now. About oh, two feet say, of no, snow. No, no spring for you yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes you guys a while to get into spring. Am I? Am I right? Yeah, well, it starts. We'll start warming up in the next couple of months. So yeah, yeah. it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It'll it'll all come. You guys even might get an early hit with spring. Even even in 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 April, mid April, the end of April, you guys will maybe even be a little warmer than than you think you're gonna be. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes, it'll be great. Cool. Let us know how everything goes, Jay. Well, I will. Thank you much, Michael. Thanks for. All right, here. we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jay. Bye. Thank you. Word of blessings. Yes, blessings. Namaste. Namaste. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. We're looking over at the switchboard, and, you know, we know you're you know, an attractive woman and, and everything else, but you have all men calling in tonight. <laughs> must have been that snake picture. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. It's like you know, that little phallic symbol or something. Oh, there, my know. God. Because <laughs> yeah, even our lady's like, she goes, you know, it's all men calling in right now. I'm like, that oh, is okay. really funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, well, that's okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm encouraged that more men are interested in what this work is about because it is typically, you know, a lot of men are skeptical about it a little bit. Um, and I I'm 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 honored that the, that they're that they're interested and. Um, you know, wanting to know a little bit more. So I, I, I find that to be very cool. Good for the okay. men. Yeah, oh, well, no, yeah. Did not. Oh, yes, we just did. Oh, no, you did not. Oh, yes, we just did. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ron. Hi, Michael. Hi, Ron. Hi, honey. How are you doing? I'm good, darling. How are you? I am doing wonderful until Michael unmuted me while I'm trying to put together a, a, an email. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, well, Michael. 
You're welcome. <laughs> hey, it's like the last licks of the Mercury retrograde coming off the station. It hit you by surprise. <laughs> oh, he, he, yes, he did. Thank you so much, Michael. I You're guess welcome. I'm just one one of the uh, one of the herd of men calling in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Well, I was going to say, well, you know, that's still questionable, but you know. <laughs> Well, hey, if you're not the leader of the pack, the view never changes, okay? Okay. <laughs> there you have it. There, and there you have it, Ron. You've said it all. Well, and on top of that, you have two Aries in a row. Oh, well, you know, I always find that there's patterns with every radio show I do. And either all the same numbers show up or all the same sign shows up. It's, it's very weird for me. And it's funny because it's a nine day for me. And... That's a Mars ruled day, which Mars rules Aries. So I'm really not surprised. I'm a, and I had a couple nines on my the show I did earlier tonight. So that, that that's interesting. I I always see that that same sequence to happen. So it's 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 fun. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to be on 48. The Aries. <laughs> I'm going to be 48 in a couple weeks. Oh, you're having? Are you are you a snake? Are Is, you a snake? Like. Are you a Chinese, you're a Chinese zodiac snake then? Oh yes, I'm a. Chinese. Yeah, well, it's your happy, happy New Year return year. I mean, it's your zodiac Chinese return year, aside from yeah. your New Year for the rest of I'm a, I'm a so, long yeah. slithery thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I like your time. <laughs> as 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 the picture says. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody looks on Facebook, they'll see me entangled with that snake with a man as well, uh, who's very, very sweet and wonderful. And uh, so, you know, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah, we have a, a gentleman that, that walks around where I live here, and he has a, a blonde boa constrictor. Oh, they're or pretty. A blonde, or, oh, they're or a so blonde pretty. Python, one of the two. and. So he puts it on people and watches them, you know, take pictures with them. And it's a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this was, that picture was just taken over the weekend. I actually, under Mercury Retrograde, reconnected with a dear friend I worked with like 20-something years ago when I was in college. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, her daughter, she has had a daughter since that time, been married. And um, so they had her ninth birthday. And the, this was like the coolest thing I've ever seen at a kid's birthday party. There's this woman she hired that has all these reptiles. And mm -hmm. they brought them all, she brought them all in in their little boxes and all this stuff. And she brings them all out. She talks about what they do. And she had frogs. She had, um, she had geckos. She had this, uh, slink thing. Uh, he, mm. it was like a, it wasn't, it looks like a snake, but it's not a European snake. It's a, a European legless lizard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then there was uh, another one that looked like a kind of like a Komodo dragon, but he wasn't. He was another. I forget the name of him too. Um, and she had a bearded dragon. Those things are really cool. Uh, see, I like reptiles, so uh, yeah. I, I, I was all into it. And it was just a cool. And these kids were really cool. Um, they really got over their fear because, I mean, you know, yes, don't be friendly with a poisonous snake or something, but you know, mm -hmm. they're really nothing to be afraid of. And I, th I thought yeah. it was so engaging for, you know, someone who's nine years old to like mm -hmm. get, get over it. <laughs> you know? Oh my. Okay. Well, I do have a question for you since I'm on the air, Michael. Well, go for it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be 48, and in numerology, 4 and 8 is 12, and then break that down, 1 plus 2 is 3. Of course. Now, in, 
angelic numerology, that means I will be spending the next year working with ascended masters very closely. Uh-huh. What now, does... let me, remind me of your date. I know you, I remembered you as an Aries, but what's the day again? April 8th. You're the 8th of April. Okay. So, yeah. oh, wow, that's really, that's pretty cool. So you're turning yeah. 48, and your constant is the 4 and the 8, which is also the 12. But via numbers, you're going to be in a 9 personal year. Ooh, so another very, one. It's a very, yeah, wow, yeah, you're going to have some ascended something happening because you're in this, like, triplicity of the nine, the three and the nine, and because and, your constant's a three, your your year is going to be a three, and then your your age year will be a three, and then your personal year is going to be this nine energy, um, which basically and then my means birthday it, adds up to 33. So that's really cool. Oh, and you follow a 33 life path. Oh, wow. Oh, you're uh-huh. totally, yeah, those ascended masters are hanging out with you this year. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for the a great year. Huh? If, if you get into reading star signs at all, Linda Goodman has this one chapter in it that she talks about. She she, she draws out this whole thing with the three, six, and the nine. And, like, mm-hmm. they're just like this this wild connection of when you add them all up in different combinations and multiply them. And the three, six and the nine will always keep connecting back to each other. It's weird because mm-hmm. the square root of three is nine, nine minus six is three. And I mean, you right. this is this whole, I couldn't even explain it the way she does Just read star signs and you know, it's, it's fabulous, but you're wrapping up the last eight years of your life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this year ahead, I mean, you had a really nice harvest that just happened to you over the past year. So this year ahead is really going to, like, kind of ride that harvest a little bit more. And it's Mm -hmm. to the nines, of course. I always like to say a nine years to the nines. But you're going to start to see everything clear and get out of your life that's no longer necessary so that when you step into 14, you will get a brand-new package of seeds to start planting more groovy new stuff with. Um, nice. So what what will stick will stick, and what was what will meant what is meant to go will go. Um, mm-hmm. So the nine, you know, that nine back to the one year, it's it's an intense time in the life because there's so much letting go. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, you're an ambitious person, and I think you understand long term. You know, the eight always, and you're an old soul too, by the way. Um, oh yeah been around the karmic block <laughs> oh honey i've been on that oh. corner a long time <laughs> well, it just doesn't keep... pay anymore yeah, right? it just doesn't pay <laughs> but you know you'll you'll because you are such a great long-term thinker to begin with i mean that's your thing like you understand going slow it's like you're an aries but you know how to go slow as an aries mm-hmm. you you're you know you you get the patience thing better than the aries the average aries does so mm-hmm. you'll see what ends it's like you'll be okay with what ends this year you're not going to sure. resist it so much because you're going to naturally understand hey i know what that new beginning you, you know you're going to understand there's going to be a space ahead and there's certainly going to be things you're not even going to you don't even know what they are yet that are happening in 14 for you but you mm-hmm. you, you you have a clue because you already have thought five years ahead anyway <laughs> right yeah I, I and that's you out. all the time so uh uh-huh. And then, you know, you still have Ari, uh, Uranus in your sun sign for, for many years to come. Um, and, you know, he's giving you the unexpected right now, too. Um, you know, it's kind of th- he's throwing everything out at the air. He's like, you know, 
Let's, let's see what else she can handle. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, this, this, this is a big time for Aries, you know, all over, whatever Aries number you are, is that whatever these unexpected things that are showing up, that they really want you to understand how to look at, look at the challenge and say, you know what, I'm not letting this stop me. This isn't an obstacle. I'm, I'm getting over this hurdle. I'm not, you know, I'm definitely mm-hmm. not going to, like, stop in my tracks and, and say, forget it. Or right. get my little get my little aggression up and 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 not deal with it well. Um, Aries really need to be very courageous in order to get their success. Um, right. When they when they feed into the conflict, they get bit in the butt, as we were talking about uh, before. You know. Yes, and I have know. some serious hiney marks from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but but as an Aries, you rarely repeat that again. You learn from right. the experience because you're an eight, and then you keep moving, and then you know oh, exactly. do it again. Like you're not the oh, definition. No, once I get of bit in the butt, I'm done. Yeah, no, yeah, you walk away <laughs> yeah. because Saturn says you're learning from the experience, Ron, and that's all we're gonna do here. And you move on, and you find your stability mm-hmm. from it, and you move forward. So, um, yeah, and, and areas across the board right now. I mean, they're really recommended to really step into their 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 space of what do you really allow in your life versus what do you what are you tolerating and not liking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rid of the tolerance. The tolerance. People always go, "Oh, they're so tolerant." It's great. Tolerance is 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 no good. It, it tolerance mm-hmm. is allowing something to be in your life that you don't like. Right. Where allowing something, it's like you say, "Okay, that person can do what they want," or that situation. Okay, fine. And you're still okay with it, where it's not. It's not. It's like you know, having the act of forgive. You know, having the practice of forgiveness around. You know, you you forgive it and you move on, and and it doesn't right. bother you anymore. It's not in your energy anymore. It's their stuff, and let it go. Um, but you know, it, it, we're all human, so you know, exactly. everybody's got uh, human things to figure out. Uh, we all come here with with a you know, a, a long list of things that we're gonna overcome and figure out, and and mm-hmm. and that's what we're here for. Um, and that's what your free will can do at any, anybody's free will can do at any time, uh, is step Sweet. into the flow of what's supposed to happen rather than resist that flow. That's why people get yeah. so tripped up, you know? Mm-hmm. They just resist right. their own flow. <laughs> I'm just going to make sure I'm on the right boat going with the flow. Hey, as long as you're the captain of your own ship, you're good. <laughs> exactly. Somebody else steering your boat, you're in trouble. <laughs> as long as it's not a creek and I don't have a paddle, I'm okay. There okay. you have it. There you have it. <laughs> well, happy New Year, Ron! In a couple of days, well, I'll, I'll I'll be seeing you on Facebook, and I'll be sure I'll be oh, sure to get some more more little birthday love. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Thank you so much, and Michael, thank you for putting me on the air. Oh, <laughs> uh, my pleasure, my dear. Anytime. Oh, you're the best. All right. Y'all have a great night. I'll talk to you later on. Just mute me, okay? Okay, will do. (laughs) Bye. Ron is such a sweetheart. He is. Yeah, we we had a blast uh, last time I was on the show. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's my my cohort in crime now. We we joined forces for the other website. And, um, you know, like I said, he does the earlier show. Yeah. So it's uh, a lot of fun. And he's stopped over at the center a few times, and he helps out with psychic fairs, which I've got to get started again. And, and mm-hmm. you were telling me about, you know, expansion and growth and all for this year um, for me. And, um, yeah, that's right. By June, by June 1st is when we will be expanding 
yeah. uh, next door. So we'll be doubling the doubling our space. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And we have a couple of uh, new ministers who have joined us. They left their old church. Cool. And another one down the road is getting ready to close. So all, you know, a lot of those people will probably be um, finding us and joining us. Well, you're going to have a lovely success in all of your new approaches to everything. I mean, that's that. That's what I mean. Like I say, the spice is going to keep getting, you know, tastier <laughs> as you keep moving in uh, forward in the in the year. So enjoy it. I'm trying my best. So how yeah. do how do cancers and um, Aries um, fare together? Uh, well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I would say as friends. Okay, I have, through my research and experience of just witnessing behavior, marriages seem to be a complete disaster. Uh, Aries, especially if the woman is a cancer and the and the and the male is the Aries, oh my God, they they're like it, they're fire and water. They really don't click um, as partnerships. And of course, it'll always depend on those natal charts. To, to boot, um, you know, what, what the rising signs do and, and how all that clicks in and, and how the personal year cycles work out and so on and so forth. Um, but I, I haven't seen a lot of Aries and cancer success rates in marriage uh, between, you know, a, a typical man and a woman. Um, not that great, but friendships, definitely cool. Um, do you, what's your rising sign, Michael? I don't know. You don't know. Okay, we got to do that for you sometime. Because um, I know Ron has a Leo rising, so I don't know how that works with your chart, but that may ease off why you guys wouldn't naturally resist each other. Because, you know, you're both leaders, but you do it in a different way. You have yep. this very, you know, kind of the sensitive, water-guided water leadership, the, the behind the scenes a little bit, even though, of course, you're, you're on the air as well. But, you know, he, and he's Mr. Fire. You know, he's all fire there. You know, he's yeah. married with a Leo rising. So, I mean, he's like off and running everywhere, you know, and then he coaches and he does all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, he's got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I tried I, going I, ahead so I can have you do my chart uh, to find out when my birth date is, uh, you know, what the uh, my time of birth was, was, and it doesn't show up on my, on my birth certificate. Oh, we don't have that. Oh, that's right. I think we talked about this. Another- yeah, because I went ahead and I, and I even called up the state. I'm like, you know, I, I sent for the long form, the whole bit, and it doesn't have it on there. And they're like, yeah, not everyone has it on there. I'm like, oh, well, that's just really nice. That's weird because, I mean, they should have it on a record in a town hall or somewhere. And that's, I, I've never heard that they didn't have it on that. And, like, if you get a physical birth certificate, sometimes they don't put it on it in certain, you know, depending on where you were. But they should have your time of birth documented. Somewhere. Yeah, even at the records, you know, when I called huh. up uh, the county and, and talked to them, and the woman says, she's like, it's not even here in a computer. Huh. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of odd. Well, I've always done the process. I mean, I, I, you know, I've dealt with clients who are either adopted, they don't know, uh, you know, your mother doesn't remember, whatever the case may be. And a lot of times I play a little uh, detective work, and I just start to ask them because, I mean, there is a way to figure out a, a, a pretty much, you know, there's 12 different possibilities of what your rising sign is going to be um, as far as just the general understanding of what, what time, you know, what time you were born, excuse me. Um, so I kind of like backtrack a little bit and I just started asking a bunch of different questions and uh, how timing went in the life because then you're going to know um, 
what Saturn was doing, depending on the age, uh, during the first return, and if they were having hardship in a particular area of life, then I would say, okay, well, if that, that would mean Saturn would have to have been here when you were having the Saturn return, if that was what was going on. So I kind of can do it that way, depending on the age of the, of the person. Um, so for you, we could probably, we could backtrack a little bit because you've had your first Saturn return for sure. So we, we, we will have to play a little investigative work for you. Cool. See if we can yeah, figure that out. Yeah, we'll be able to figure <laughs> that out. And, and it's interesting too, because, um, you know, working with Ron, um, and then also Louie is an Aries. Because his birthday is ah, next week. Okay. Now, when's his day? Uh, 327.59. Oh, ooh, he's like a super Aries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's all, he's Mars, guided as, as through the sun sign and through being born on the 27th. So he's all Mars. So he's like, you know, he's just independent. He's got to do it himself um, as much as he possibly can. Um, but he may have something like if he has a cancer rising, he's gonna de- he's gonna click with you really well because you uh, no matter what sun sign you are, if you've got the ascendant of the person's sun sign, very nice. Or if his moon's in cancer, um, there could be he wouldn't have a Venus or a Mercury in cancer being an Aries, but um, he may have other things in the, in his chart that like kind of go with you. You know what I mean? Um, so you, I mean, when you do a true relationship analysis, you've got to like lay out all the planets for every each person, and then you start cross-referencing how every planet, like how the person's sun relates to every single planet in the other person's chart, and you do that with the moon, Mercury, Venus, all the way down through Pluto. How do how are all those planets talking to each other? That's how you do a real McCoy relationship analysis there are composite charts it's another way of looking at it those do tell a lot um but the way i like to do the relationship analysis is how linda goodman taught me to do it and um she's spot on i mean that's wicked what she came up with so um it's a huge reading it takes me forever to do them but um they're really fun <laughs> when you sit cool. down with a couple and you're like and they're like how do you know all this <laughs> I'm like it's not me. It's the planets as usual. Yep. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, because I always wondered how, because uh, some people say, oh, Aries and Cancer is and you know, and all that. And it's like, well, we've been together now 16 years, so. Yeah, there's, uh, I would definitely guarantee there's a lot of things. Now, here's what I think. You may have an Aries rising because you get along with Ron and you get along with Louie. So you may yeah. be a Cancer with an Aries rising, or we should look at what's the Aries energy in your chart because that's where you may have an Aries moon. You mm. know, yeah, that's, that's true. That's what I would look at. I would look for all that stuff because that's going to soften the natural tendency for a Cancer and an Aries not to get along that well. So. Yeah, I do pretty I get along pretty well with uh, with Aries. Yeah, or you know, Aries could be you could have a Libra rising in Aries as your relationship house as a Cancer. You know, we we would just have to kind of play around and see, you know, what 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 the deal is with the natal chart, you know, because that that's really why you would you would it's why you're or if you're why you're drawn to Aries in partnerships, um, or if you just know you relate to them really well, that that's why because they're in the house of where you relate, or it could be your ascendant, could be it could be multiple things. Um, we have to do a little investigating. I like investigating; it's fun. Cool. <laughs> So how can everyone reach you for private readings and uh, their own charts and everything? Uh, I'm on the web uh, at www.sharitastar.com. Uh, 
Uh, I'm on LinkedIn under Shavita Star, Twitter, Shavita Lexagrams. Uh, of course, I'm on Facebook, Shavita Lexagrams, where, you know, you'll notice the snake picture. And, and um, I have Shavita Star, Shavita Star Secrets, and it's all in the name, which is the book. Uh, all pages, all those pages are on Facebook as well. So I invite anyone to, um, you know, uh, click like. Hit, uh, please share, and if you want us to be friends, I'm Shavita Lexagramist on Facebook as well. Um, being that nobody lexagrams, I don't know many people who lexagram, and nobody wrote a book on it either, so that's what I'm... I, I love the astrology and the numerology, but I chose to wrote, write the book on lexagrams because nobody had done anything like that. Linda touches upon lexagrams in a chapter in Star Signs, which is really the book that it fueled and inspired everything that I'm doing today. Um, and, but nobody had really ever written a book about these lexagrams. I mean, they're, they're, they're completely powerful and I don't do a lot of them live on the air because it takes me time to kind of meditate on the name or the word or whatever it is that we're, we're looking at. It takes me a little bit of a process. Um, cause I'm like writing kind of like poetic poetry. Um, and for anybody, what's a lexagram? Um, what I do aside from the astrology and the numerology, I take words, names, and titles and I take only the letters that are in there, the, the original, and I anagram. So I'm only spelling other words using the same letters. And then the art of lexigramming is poetically phrasing them like poetry or prose. And those phrases will spell out the truth about the entity, the person, the, 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 if it's a business, um, if it's a word, simple word. Um, a lot of the times they're, like my, they're highly entertaining as well. <laughs> But um, you know, if you if you're a crossword puzzle fan or a word jumble person, um, you will love and eat up lexagrams. They're 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 so much fun. They're a great exercise for your brain. Um, they're, they're, I have so much fun with them. Uh, this is me. I'm I'm addicted to them. I mean, this is my addiction. It's lexagrams. Um, but some examples like the Earth is the heart. How do you evolve? Well, it's encoded in the word evolve. You have to love. Um, if you, uh, listen, you have to be silent. Laughter, heal the great heart, gather the great earth heal. So laughter is very good for that heart. The more you laugh, the better it is. Um, and one of my favorite, uh, other, my favorite ones is gratitude, a great true attitude. Uh, if you have, you, if you have that gratitude, it's a great true attitude idea comes out of that. Um, patience, uh, act in a patient piece. Uh, Patience, act in a ancient peace pace, comes out of patience. Um, and I always say, for those who have doubt anything, just tell it, do butt out, bud. <laughs> cool. So Interesting. That's, yeah, that's that's all the fun about that. And uh, so, we said, uh, com. everything's on there that we do. Cool. Just well, let's grab there. one more call and then we'll take a short break. Okay, fantastic. Let's go ahead and see what we can do for Tony in Cleveland. Hi, Tony. Hi, Michael. How are you? Doing great. How can Sharita help you tonight? Hi, Sharita. Um, Hello, Tony. Well, How are you? Good. Uh, you might know me better as the Pink Pot Leaf on Facebook. <laughs> the, what What are you? In uh, Andrew Brewer's uh, Clairvoyant Club, I'm the pink-colored uh, uh, pot leaf. Oh, you're the pink pot leaf. 
Now, there's a lot of new soulmates coming your way in the next year as well, um, when September rolls along. January, I don't know who came along in January, but you probably came across somebody in January who seemed very familiar to you, even though you never met him before, or someone from your past showed up that, that reconnected with you. Um, the, the two year will bring you in touch with some soulmates, uh, people you've known before in other lives. Um, and because you will be in an emotional space, you're very open to receiving their energy. You're open to working with them um, because they're there they're going to show up to help you uh, so many to do this all the time they always seem to come back to one another in times of crisis or in times of, of necessity uh, that they are able to step them through to the next level or whatever wherever it is they need to go but typically people you will come across in a two-personal year or when you're in an eight year it does the same thing they stick around a while they're not going nowhere um, it's not somebody like when you're in a five-year, you may meet a lot of people in a five-year, but you'll only get a little bit of a handful that are going to stick. Um, not everybody. You, you just start affecting the masses. Um, so keep planting your seeds um, because you've got a lot more to plant. Um, May is, um, no, I'm sorry, April coming up in another week. I can't believe that it's going to be April, by the way. I'm just like, what happened to the year already? It's already flying by. Um but May is a, um, it's a, there's a lot of permanent changes that are going to really propel and perpetuate you forward in, in, did I just say May? I meant April, excuse me. Um, April is very moving forward for you in multitudes of ways. Um, also because this, you know, this last Mercury retrograde for you was also all in the house of relationships where you relate um, collectively for the Virgo. Uh, and you said you had a Libra rising? Yes. Yeah, early degrees of it? How early or late? Uh, I think it's late, like in the 20s. Okay, so if you're a late Libra rising, that means you got, you've got Scorpio in your first house. So really, ooh, okay, I'm just done. This thing. i got to look here a minute. <laughs> I was, let's see, so if you're... I might be wrong, you, but... Well, if you're late in the Libra rising, then that, uh, the Mercury retrograde, not only did it want to do your, where you relate, but it was also looking to review where you serve, um, what you're dealing with your, how you're dealing with your routines, um, your habits, your health, uh, what you're doing to be of service to the world. And, you know, you are the sign that wants to be of service to everybody. Um, so that was big for you over this recent Mercury retrograde. Um, but collectively, back to you just being the Virgo, th this um, energy coming up, especially on that new moon in Aries, which will be in your um, five personal months in, uh, in, in April, you're really going to move forward with some permanent changes with what these new beginnings are this year. So you expect some activity, and it's going to kind of transform you from the core. Uh, there'll be some irreversible changes coming up uh, that will go into place as these seeds will continue to be planted coming up in, in April for you. And then May will offer some harmony, and, you, and you'll feel like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Spend some time working on the self in June, and there's some nice harvest reward that comes in July, and there's an ending of some sort that will happen um, in August, and then you're right off into your two-year by the time September comes, so... You should be, um, and you'll have planted your seeds well by then, I'm sure. Cool, cool. Yeah. 
Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Tony. Pleasure to connect with you as well, uh, off off FB. <laughs> way, my favorite saying of yours is that attitude with gratitude. That was I like that one a lot. Isn't Thank that you. like that's a that's a fantastic? And you know they use that like on this. They always say attitude of gratitude on the secret, but I'm like no no no. You guys got to get the great attitude, great true attitude of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> it gets yeah. even well, better than you. that. You're very welcome, Tony. Thank you. Take it. Bye, Michael. Bye, Tony. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, we'll all have to write into uh, into the show in out there and tell them. It's like, you know, you all need to give Sharita Starr some credit for that saying. Well, I think, well, I, what, that, well, they, they use attitude of gratitude in, in The Secret, but um, I, but when you lexigram gratitude, you really can spell way more than just attitude. <laughs> I don't think they even know it's a lexagram. Like, they have no clue when they say that, like, attitude of gratitude. Do you realize that's in the word <laughs> of gratitude, a great, true attitude, idea, comes out of there. I mean, you can get, you can get, you can even go, keep going further, target a great, true attitude, idea, comes out of that. It all comes out of that, of gratitude. All those words can be spelled from gratitude. Cool. Yeah. So it's fun. I love those Instagrams. I, I love them. How about we go ahead and take a short little break, and cool. we'll be right back. Awesome. Uh, don't forget, everyone, visit Sharita on her website and on her Facebook page. Let her know how much you appreciate her being here with us. And don't forget to also like us here on Blog Talk Radio, because then you will get reminded ahead of time of when all the shows are and what they're all about, because we bring you the best of the best even the early show. So if you have nothing to do for four hours or something each you know, each night, l- tune in early, listen to the early show, call in, get a reading, get some advice, the whole bit. You know, usually have about a half hour break in between, then you can grab yourself a little munchies, grab yourself some wine, or, you know, whatever, or get some pink pot, you know, and have some fun, relax, and then get ready for the late show. You know, four hours of greatness, but you won't find out about it unless you're following us here on Blog Talk Radio. And then visit our website, too, be the light, spiritual and wellnesscenter.com. And our wonderful, uh, you know, store website is going to be up and fully functioning very soon. We're still adding more product to it. Ron's working his cute little butt off to get it all up and operational. So we'll be right back in just a moment, everybody.
send us some nice warm thoughts to Ron because it's 46 degrees outside, a little chilly for us here in Florida, and he's got to take his doggies out for a little walkie walk. Yeah, I know, especially after the show, and Lucky needs to go ahead and do his little business. i got to take him out, and it's like, you know, it's a big difference between Ron's 46 and my, you know, like upper 30s, low 40s. Because he's in the city and I'm in the outskirts. It's like, it's a little chilly up here. So, yeah, and Lucky wants to go ahead and take his sweet time walking around. And I'm like, oh, no, it's too a little bit too cold for all that. So, anyways, let's welcome back to the show the very lovely Sherita Star. Hello, my dear. I think Ron should come up to the northeast and walk his dog up here. He'll feel like it's a heat wave down there. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> Oh God, I I I loved your little like uh, le- le- uh, leaving off what everybody could could be doing um, while they're listening to the show. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wine and they're little pink stuff, and I was like, oh my God, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, a little pink pot, you know. <laughs> you know, oh, there's, there's actually, you. you know, I you know, I talk to Lucky when I take him out for the walks and all that, and my neighbors think I'm crazy, but they laugh sometimes when they hear me. I said. You know, there's three types of grass. There's the type of grass you walk on that looks pretty outside. There's the type of grass you get to eat. And then there's the type of grass you get to smoke. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So it all depends on how you want to look at it. It is exactly. It, it is, you know, perspective in life is very, um, it, it, you know, you, you've got to uh, look at it in particular ways. So. I kind of, yeah, I kind of think it's funny. It all they call it grass, and yet it's it's a plant with leaves. <laughs> That's right, it is. <laughs> it's a it's a shrub. <laughs> so I guess some I guess some hippie in the seventies, you know, was a little bit too uh, too much partying out there. So, well, man, it looks like grass, <laughs> and it's sort of just like stuck there, you know. Kind of stuck there, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and grab another call here. Let's go ahead and uh, bring on Peter from Miami. Hi, Peter. Hey, Michael. How are you doing? Doing doing? pretty good. How can Sharita help you tonight? She's got smiling eyes, doesn't she? Oh, yes, she does. I know. I I have what eyes? Smiling eyes. Smiling eyes. Okay. Yeah, like uh, they're always happy. Listen, my birthday's January 10th. Okay. Oh, a Capricorn. Seriously. You hard-working soul, you. Do you ever stop I'm working? Tired. No. Huh? I mean, even if I'm retired, I'm still working. It's I know. Oh, no, no. You guys, like, never stop. You, you, you haven't stopped since you were, like, out of the womb, pretty much. I mean, you were working when you were, like, five. You know, you always, like, were thinking about, what can I do to work? <laughs> Capricorns are, like, the most ambitious. Uh, ambitious sign um you know you're always those long-term thinkers uh you know you have a a great deal of patience and you know you're you've got this like extra formula of um you're you're born on the 10th so you're also an initiator with your number so i mean if you work for somebody else you they better just leave you alone and let you be in charge um you've got you, you know not only do you lead well but you manage extremely well too. Uh, yeah. You've got to be able to run the show, or you're not doing yourself the, the service that you you know that you deserve. Um, so now, tell me your name again. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your first name. Peter. 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 Okay, I didn't write that down. 
just got the birthday. Um, Peter, you are in, of course, your own harvest year. You're in the eight personal year. So this is the, the um, eighth year of the current nine-year span of time that you're in. You're reaping your harvest. You're reaping your reward um, of what you've done in the previous seven years. So it's a great year for you because, you know, you get to work extra hard. Um, you know, if you can think back and we can go back 2013, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. So 2006 was when you had a year of if it's new, it's for you. So really everything that's transpired throughout um, since 2006 is part of what this harvest is about. 2010, you had a lot of permanent, irreversible changes happen in your life. Um yeah, like everything, like I said, that went down in the five year, uh, always is, is it, it, it ultimately wants to blossom from the foundation that you created in the previous four. But it's also stuff that may show up a little unexpectedly. You weren't expecting that kind of change, but it shows up and it happens quickly. Um, yes. and then the harmony and the balance came back in in 2011 on some level. Um, Last year was a lot of inner work for you, and if you did all that, you are ready for this harvest even more so because you you did you had a little soul work to do last year, you know, little little yeah. subconscious process and you know kind of time that you can spend with Peter and work on Peter, sharpen Peter's kind of inner sauce, so to speak. And uh, next year you're going to wrap up the whole package and and really um, start clearing out again. So that by 2000, because you went through that in 07, and then you went into, no, I'm sorry, you went through that in 05, and then you went into the one year in 06, so then you're going to do the same thing. You're going to clear out next year, and then in 2015, you're going to go into another one-year cycle. Now, of course, you are a Capricorn. You've got Pluto in your sun sign right now, which, of course, since Pluto got in there uh, right around the time that Obama was elected, back in 2008. So it's been a really powerful time of transformation and change in all of your approaches, but this is not something happening every five minutes. Um, it's a very slow, deep process that's happening. It's kind of intense at times, um, but you know, your your life is changing in, in dramatic ways. A lot of Capricorns are seeing this in, in, I mean, their lives are changing like they could have never anticipated. Um, yeah. But it's, all for the it's all for the greater good of what you're here. You know, you you chose to be a Capricorn in this life. That it's not a mistake. You know, because if you wanted to be an Aquarius, you would have been, or you know, you would have come at some other time. Um, but you chose this life, so knowing and 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 appreciating that and stepping into that space with yourself is 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 what allows you to flow with yourself even even better instead of resisting it. Um, now, the one thing I always tell Capricorns is don't play the game of perfection's a destination. Perfection's a journey. Capricorns get very caught up in perfection to the point that nothing's good enough, and then they there's certain things that they miss about the fun of life that that they kind of let go by the wayside because they're just too busy working all the time and thinking, oh, I gotta keep, you know, they're the people putting the nose to the grindstone, as, as they say. Um, but with you being one, I will say you got the light of the sun with you, hanging out with you being the Capricorn. So the light of that sun there guiding that karmic path always wants to play at least a little bit. And you don't mind being center stage. You know, you, you can take, like I said, you can take command. You can take the center of attention very easily. Uh, you're not afraid of that whatsoever. You know, you don't mind. Um, 
And it's great to be a 10 and be a Capricorn um, because it really helps soften. The 10 has this, uh, it's the Wheel of Fortune via the Chaldean numerology. And it directly states, you know, you, you, you want to kind of, if you don't have discipline in your life, you'll never get your dominion. But because you're Capricorn, you, you're, you've got built-in discipline. Yeah. So that is how you actually reap the great rewards. And what the beauty of the 10 is, and, and they, you know, the Chaldeans were, you know, they, they were so brilliant with how they understood these numbers. You know, they say, take, take just the figure of the 10 and look at the one, it's imagined. Look at the zero, it's ordained. It's just kind of a formula. So when you imagine something, you can ordain it. And no doubt involved, no nothing. You just got to imagine it. You got to put the right intention into it, and you will make that happen. Yes. You're just too ambitious not to. <laughs> well, there's a horse ranch uh, that I want up in Colorado, and I'm just going to make it happen. And it's coming. Really? Oh, I love horses. <laughs> yes. They're my favorite. They're my favorite things ever. <laughs> they're uh, great animals. And so oh, they're the like, most, uh, you understand now, I like snakes, but I love horses. I mean, I, I like snakes. I don't, you know, I'm not like, I've never owned a snake, but I've had horses. And they're the most, I rode them my entire childhood. I mean, they're the most yes. beautiful creatures you've ever seen in your life. Um, you know, if you understand the horse, uh, you understand a lot of things. Yeah, so that's what... Uh, when I blew up in Colorado, Cheyenne Starhawk and I hope to get a group together and get a horse ranch for kids, you know, uh, you know, kids that are emotionally handicapped like that. But the funding, I think, is coming next month from my disability or Social Security because that's the harvest. It's just Oh, right. Absolutely. Yes. You got it. Yes. And many people – retire or yes there's something that comes that the, the financial security just kind of falls into place in an eight year it it, it just happens and they, they can kind of like take a little little deep breath that okay you know what i'm cool right now and and i don't have to worry um and and yeah uh, the eight typically will bring some monetary rewards on some level or at least some stability if there wasn't right. any stability before it's going to happen in the eight year um, now, let's say if you goofed off for the previous seven years, well, you know what? You're not going to get much oh. of a reward. <laughs> no, I worked hard. I, no. I mean, I'm poor. I help everybody. You know, it's like, yeah. and, and so so it's coming. It's yeah. coming. It absolutely And it's coming is. next month, right? I mean, uh, next month is my month to harvest. Well, next month, now, when we go into the month to month, like, okay, you're in the eight year. So next month in uh, April will be, it's a three-month, actually, via how the numbers are going to flow. The, the uh -huh. real intensity of the harvest year will come in September. It's like when you're really going to feel like, hey, it's here, I totally got it. Um, okay. Ju July is a big permanent change. Um, no, wait, 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 sorry, adding wrong. Um, June is the permanent change for you within the harvest year. So you've got lots of movement and permanent changes. You're going to learn a lot in April. There's a lot of growth and expansion in the life. And, you know, I don't know if you want to do any traveling or you want to learn yes. something or really did it's a good time to do all that. You feel Worldwide. like you get to Oh, fantastic. Um, you're, you're right in your glory then. And then by um, May, you get your foundation really strong. And then you, you, you're going to start to see these permanent changes perpetuate forward in June uh, little little alone time uh, for you. No, 
no, in June, May, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm, I need to write this down, I'm doing it in my head, and I, I've got to, I got to write down sometimes, <laughs> okay, eight year, four months, you're three months in April, May, June is the permanent changes, July is the harmony, August is your reflective month, excuse me, um, I told you, we, I was, was talking on, on the other show, I said, Mercury has my tongue, because Mercury's just coming off that station, I swear, I've been, I'm a little chipped up sometimes. <laughs> Mercury likes to play tricks with us. And for you, you know, Capricorn, uh, with this recent Mercury retrograde that just happened, there was a lot of old ideas that you were toying around with, and a lot of review of old thinking in your life. Um, yes. Yeah. So that was definitely a time when you will, um, you know, and now you're going to see all that energy moving forward in your life. All right. Because now Mercury is getting off that station and things are are going. But, you know, you've got a lot of new energy with with the home and family life coming up in in April, too, because you're going to get all that energy in your house, the home of fam- your collective house, the home of family. Because you're going to get a little planet party there going on um, over the next month or so. Because Mars is there now. So there is new energy coming into the home life and, and what you're doing with your immediate environment. So you'll see okay. that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, we work hard, but uh, we want to, reap the rewards and 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 we scheduled them you know so i know that this spring you know it's it's when i spring forward yeah do, do you know your natal chart at all um i am i have an aquarius rising and okay. i have a cancer uh gemini cusp um uh, moon sign okay okay well, it can't be because it's one or the other. It's 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 in it's in, you know, astrology. Uh, a Gemini, say, yeah, yeah. It, it's a Gemini, but it's up with you like the twenty ninth degree of Gemini probably moon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you are a, a Gemini moon by the math. <laughs> yeah, but, but what's interesting I mean, is that twenty nine that twenty ninth degree of Gemini is a uh-huh. two. Because this is other way I read. I, I I do this other reading called Star Meditations, and it takes all the numbers in your birth chart, and I I do this whole reading. I, I there's a reason why your energy operates in the way it does from the numbers in the birth chart through the astrology. It's, it's this whole thing I came up with. It's, it's just, I you know, this is just what I do and what my head wants to do. But as an Aquarius rising, uh, that the 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 Mercury retrograde just um, reviewed what you have, your possessions, your earning power too. So yes, that's all moving forward for you um, as well. And when you get into um, looking into, yeah, that's where that's going to sit. And then you're going to get even more ideas because your natal chart, not only, you know, you reviewed all this stuff collectively as a Capricorn under the Pisces, uh, Mercury and Pisces retrograde. But then you get it where there's the, from the nail chart, all these new ideas are going to be coming once you're in um, in April. Because that new moon in Aries is going to kick uh, it kick off in your your natal third house, which is your thinking communication. So. You'll know exactly what's going on with all of this by that new moon in in May. 
on for your collective chart. I mean, for your nail chart, excuse me. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll call you then. Well, yes, please. I always like to hear uh, how things go from what I what, what the planets tell me to tell you, and um, and then we go from there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. A pleasure, a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Okay. You too. Bye, Peter. All right, let's go ahead. We'll see what we can do for Tom in Maine. Hi, Tom. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sharika. Hi, Tom. I just wanted to know if I can get a hi. I just wanted to get a know if I can get a um, a little short reading on my sign. I was born January twenty seventh, fifty nine. I'm an Aquarius with a um, with a Virgo moon. Virgo moon. A Taurus. And a Taurus rising. Taurus rising. Okay. Yeah, another nine. Tonight. I got another nine. Another nine tonight. Love it. I've been I've been talking to nines all night. <laughs> You're going if on I the. I can 20- just find out what's coming up for me. Yes, absolutely. Um. Well, this is your year. You're you're you know you're in this uh, working on Tom here right now. This is a very inner space year. Very sharpening of your own. Saw time spent in a little bit of solitude for you is very, very, very helpful. Um, now, this is stemming back from everything that you've done in the last six years. So, you know, if you've, like, you know, we're, we're all human. So, you know, every, this is your year to kind of clean house internally. Like, you know, just whatever needs to get out of the way where you process and, and, and what you do. It's a good time to like do some retreats by yourself, uh, tap into some spirituality as much as possible. And I think you already are obviously there, but um, more so, you know, you get a little deeper in the year ahead. You love mystery this year. You do enjoy your time alone, um, but it's it's cleansing the last six years. So whatever's accumulated that, you know, really doesn't need to stick around anymore, you're going to do all this work in, in, in the next year to, to do that for yourself because you're getting ready for your harvest next year. Um, and that's when, you know, the real rewards of what you'll have done in the previous seven years will come into play. Um, so you began... 2013, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. So 2007 was a year of new beginnings for you. That's where you saw like all sorts of new stuff pop into the life. Um, and you nurtured and developed them, grew and expanded them, got the roots really strong. 2011, you had a lot of irreversible per- permanent changes, a lot of movement going on in the life. And that was, you know, blossoming you in many ways, um, but also cleared out what didn't need to be in your space to keep you going a lot of harmony came back into your life last year on a lot of levels and now this is a year to just you know be be good to tom you know this is this is the year to really really take some extra care and take some good care of you i don't know if you're a big dreamer um meaning as far as nighttime dreams but it's a great year to step into dream analysis if you don't already follow that for yourself because um, your dreams are very prominent this year. I mean, dreams are always prominent, um, but it's a great a year for you to. The, pardon me. I'm a big dreamer. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, really pay attention to them even more so um, because they're really speaking to you extra strong this year. I mean, dreams are, can do that for anybody in any year of their life, but dreams are dreams are uh, just a wonderful. I mean, you know, talk about a puzzle. 
<laughs> but it's your subconscious giving you a puzzle to figure out. Um, every, you know, symbol that shows up in your dreams, the feelings, the colors, the actions, it's relating to something in your waking world. And that's what it's trying to relate. And so you've got to kind of figure it out. <laughs> like looking up what a dream means in a dream dictionary is like, to me, that's retarded. Uh, and I don't like to use that word, but that's about what it is. Um, it's, it's like not the right way to analyze your dreams. Um, Edgar Casey, I don't know. Do you know Edgar Casey at all? The sleep yes, prophet. Okay, he was yes. doing a little research on how Edgar Casey um, advised to look at your dreams because he's like one of the best. Um, the way that he understood how to, you know, depict the 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 feelings, the colors, the actions, the people. You know, you know, he had things like if you dream about houses, it's representing your mind. Um, certain things and colors and symbols. What was what were you feeling? What was the richness of the dream? Were you scared? Were you were you happy? Were you you know sad? What were you doing? It's not necessarily that the actions of that dream, although there are precognitive dreams that do you know kind of tell you the future. And you know you're an Aquarius. You definitely have a bit of prophecy about you. You see ahead a lot. Um, you know, you know stuff. You're also a big pioneering spirit. I mean, you're like beyond independent. Um, you don't need anybody to do anything for you. <laughs> but sometimes you have to accept help when it's necessary. Um, but you really like doing things for yourself, by yourself. Um, and you are here to really be the torch carrier and lead people. Um, manage as well, but you lead simultaneously. I mean, you, you have a very strong formula of that. Um, and if people try to oppose you in your life, you're never really meant to, you're never meant to let them stop you. Um, you can kind of rise up in your courage and say, hey, have a nice day kind of thing, but you're never meant to kind of combat them back. Excuse me, I think I need a drink of water. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. Did that make sense? Yes, it is. It made a okay. lot of sense. Sorry, I had to take a drink of water because, you know, I, 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 I forget to do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to. Yeah, 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 we do. Um, so in this seven years, so for you, you know, it's that time to stay in your own space. Um, you know, really just be good to you. Um, you'll feel this most intensely by September. Um, you've got some permanent changes that will come up in June. Um, I'm sorry, July, 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 um, little harmony comes, you, you feel very peaceful in August. Um, but, but September is like the kicker of really feeling like you're really working, uh, in this inner space with yourself. And then a little preview of what's coming with that harvest is going to show up in October for you. Um, you'll definitely start to see a little taste of what's happening with that entire harvester that will come up next year for you. Um, Aquarius is right now. Also, you've got like a total calling to get into your creative nature. Um, you got total, like, you know, you've got like carte blanche in that area of your life, whether it be if you have children or your brain children of any kind. Um, there's a lot of just really positive flow happening in that, in, in that section of the life right now. And that's going to, by summertime, switch into what you do to be of service to others in this life, your health, um, 
your what you do with your routines, your habits, and things like that. Uh, when uh, Jupiter, this this is all about Jupiter. Um, when that enters this the, the area of the house, the only thing you want to do is kind of like don't overeat. <laughs> Because Jupiter, when it's in your sixth house, can kind of expand your waistline if you're not you're not careful. Because <laughs> you know, you he's a little you had to mention that. What's that? You had to go mention that. Well, you know, it's just a word of advice. I mean, you know, and, and this, yeah. you know, okay. but, yeah, just kind of, you don't want to do anything excessively. Um, it would be a great time to get into some yoga. Um, and learn more about your habits and your routines and, and what is it that works well, but don't get carried away with anything. Jupiter, is a, he's a happy guy up there, and he's a little jovial, happy-go-lucky clown a lot of the time. So sometimes he doesn't get anything done at all because he's just kind of like, well, this is so fun, man. So you don't want to, like, get lazy about it, but you want to, like, learn because Jupiter is the education, too. It's, it's a planet that wants to keep yeah. learning adapting to new beliefs and figuring out new philosophies all the time. And I mean, it's got this brilliance about it, but you've got to know how to rein the Jupiter energy in, in order to utilize it properly. Otherwise it's kind of wasted and then nothing gets done. It's kind of like you could be beep bopping around and, and then you're the jack of all trades and the master of none. Um, so that's where you want to kind of rein in a little control in that area of your life. Be, just be aware of feeling excessive about it. You're definitely going to have some fun. Um, but it's a, it's it's a it's a fine time in the life for that. What else for Aquarius is you just had the review and redo in your um, collective uh, house of what you have, your possessions. You know what are you doing to make your money? Take it in. You know what what, what is the touchy feely in your life? Your material things that you possess in your life. Um, I don't know if you did any clearing out of your house and over <laughs> Mercury retrograde uh, the last few weeks, but it was a good time to just reassess that kind of stuff. And um, so the, the, those are the types of things that, that you're going to be, that, you know, that you're seeing uh, going yeah. on. Does, yeah. all, does, does all that make sense? <laughs> Do you see anything in um, home ownership? We're trying to work on home ownership lately. I would say for you, now you said you have a Taurus rising, am I correct? Yes. So, okay, so your chart works kind of interestingly so you when when something's happening um it's going to be having like we're going to have a new moon and we're going to, i believe it's going to be and i just want to verify this i mean i already wrote the things but uh we're going to have yeah we're going to have a you're going to have a solar eclipse in taurus on the new moon which means that in in may this is on may 9th um you're going to have an energy kickoff collectively um, in your house, a home, and family. So there's a new stream of energy, and solar eclipses trigger off a, a, a trip of energy for about a year's time. So on a new moon, that means it's a very it's a flow of something coming coming towards you, um, and that's going to be in the house, a home, family environment where you nurture in your life. Yes. So uh, home ownership very favored, or just changes favorable changes in the home in the next year's time. Absolutely. And then for your Taurus rising, are you early in it or late? Do you know? Um, like, do you know your math on this chart at know, all? I, I don't. I know I'm 13 degrees Virgo and 7 degrees Aquarius, but I could not find 
you, you don't know the, the actual. Okay, well, it's going to work one of two ways for you being um, a Taurus ascendant, which if it's if it's um, early. Oh, wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. You got it your chart. Is, you? Yes, I do. 24 degrees. You're 24 degrees Taurus rising? Yes. Okay, so this, okay, so the eclipse is going to be at 19 degrees Taurus, which means that eclipse is going to happen in your 12th house. It's not going to happen in your first. Even though you are Taurus rising, but that degree is at the 24th. So this is also another, like, kind of a, a boom for you of that subconscious because the 12th house is matching up with your seven year. So it's another fine time for you to find this like really fabulous like way of sharpening sharpening Tom's saw. Uh, but you're definitely going to see some some you know good stuff happening in the home and family life. But you know this process that you're going to be going through of, of helping you know you and 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 being good to you in the next year, um, and definitely find time to spend some time by yourself. Uh, and seven person, you, 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 yeah, you have to do that because otherwise you kind of like you, you you won't reap the best rewards a year from now if you don't work on this really the schedule. It doesn't mean you have to become a hermit or something, but you know, um, it just means you know you want to just brush up on some things. Um, but that that solar yeah. eclipse for you is going to be in your. Um, I bet your dreams are going to be. I'm telling you, May 9th, Watch those dreams. For you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'd be like keeping that dream journal and or keep your recording by the bed or whatever, because <laughs> those dreams are going to get even more intense after that eclipse happens in May for sure. Wow. Yeah, gonna have some fun. Well, they're, pre they're they're pretty intense now, so if they keep building until then, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in a, in a I'll be spellbound. Okay. <laughs> Well, there's a lot. You'll be in a three-personal month in 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 May, so that's going to also you're going to just feel like you're so you know being educated. You're growing. You're expanding. You, you know, you're just going to be off and running. Um, you know, if there's anything like you know you want to do spiritually that you want to learn about that you haven't learned about yet, it's a great month to do that too. Um, because with that new moon there, I mean, in, from that nail chart alone. But you're kind of a person. If you got that Virgo moon like that, it's gotta you. It's gotta make sense to you, though. It's gotta be almost have the spiritual ways that you practice have to be very logical for you. Like, like you, yes. you have to. You can't just take it for without seeing Great something. Enough. You know what I mean? So, but you know, tell always tell the Virgo moon, do butt out, bud. You know, that's what I would say with the word doubt. That's my, you know. Virgo energy has to watch that. They get tripped up. They get tripped up that way sometimes. Yeah. Anybody, especially with the Virgo moon, because, you, you know, you, you just want to, you know, and Aquarius, you know, Aquarius is, they can be detached. And you're a nine, so, you know, you're you're, you're fully independent of, of, of anything. You really don't need, and it's not that you don't need anybody, but you really can function really well by yourself. So, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's like a quagmire. It's, yeah, I, and the Virgo moon also is kind of like, well, if your emotions feel a little nitpicky or they don't feel right about it and you get logic. But just remember with love, love isn't logical. There's no logic with love. You can't put love into a logical category. It, it's just something that le lets you evolve. That's all it does. The more you love, the more you evolve. That's, that's, that's the formula there. That's so. the way it is. It's just the way it is. That's right. 
But, you know, that Taurus rising you got, that helps you a lot, I will say. Because that, that softens everything. For yeah. you. Yeah. Because it, it, you're very gentle. You got There is a gentleness that comes with that Taurus. And you had a lot of patience on the approach. Yes. Forward. You're very good. It calms down yes. to nine. The nine's not always patient. The nine has to learn patience. It's, it's, part of the, it's part of the challenges that the nine come here to deal with is to learn how to be a little more patient with themselves and with others. But, um, but that Taurus helps you a lot. And go spend time in nature when you feel rattled anyway because that's, that, that'll settle you. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your, it's your, it's your, it's your food. It's your soul it's food. Nature. The nature yeah. is the soul food for the Taurus. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So That's I would great. say take time well, to smell those so roses. Much. You're welcome, Tom. All the best. Good night, Tom. Bye bye now. Good night. Good night. Oh, we've got time real quickly here. Well, let's bring on Todd from Texas. Hi, Todd. Hey, peace and love, y'all. So how can Sharita help you? Hello, uh, Todd. How are I'm- you? I'm doing all okay. I just want to uh, general read and see what's coming up for myself. My birthday is June 16th, 1972. Okay. Gemini. You're having fun right now, aren't you? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you had the planet of abundance going backwards in your sign for a few months until the end of January, but you should really by now be feeling like things are returning normal <laughs> on some level. Um, you, um, uh, there's a lot of, of very beneficial energy supporting that your approaches in life are changing optimally. Um, if, if you know there's this old worn out ways that don't work on your first impressions and, you know, the world too is starting to see you a little happier, a little more jovial. Um, it's a really powerful time in your life to look at, look at the I am of who you come off as in life as you, everything's good. Everything's great. The glass is half full. It's never empty. Um, now, you're also releasing a lot in your life this year because you're finishing up right now a nine personal year. So you're in in the space of wrapping up a nine-year cycle. So everything that you've been seeing since your birthday in 2012 has been leave whatever's left and whatever ended was kind of meant to go. And, you know, rest assured that that's okay, that that happened. Um, because it, everything that, that did happen, as challenging as any, as any of it could have been, it's making space for new beginnings because once your birthday comes in June, you're going to be in this whole space of if it's new, it's for you. And you don't, I always, I always say, if you don't say yes to everything, but what you want to do is check it out before you say no. Okay. Now, you're a 16. Uh, you have a huge requirement in your life to spend time by yourself. And not that you need to be a hermit, but you definitely want to schedule time alone because it's how, you, it's how you're able to operate in the world. Um, if you don't have enough private time, you kind of get agitated and, and things just kind of like, you know, they don't go flow so good. Um, do you wear the color black a, a lot or no? Yes, ma'am. Sometimes I, I do. Black uh, no black for you, my dear. You got to get rid of the black clothes. Um, if you have to wear black, if it's for like a uniform or for any particular reason, make sure you're wearing white. 
or wearing color with it. Uh, because black, you're very sensitive. You're also very psychic. Um, you channel things really easy, and you're very empathic. You pick up on people's energy all the time. Half the things you feel have nothing to do with you. There's somebody. It's somebody else's stuff. And when you wear the black, it, it just like you're like a magnet, like for people to just their stuff like gets right on you uh, because black absorbs it, but the white will reflect it. Also, wearing a lot of silver, um, platinum, any kind of reflection, mirroring anything. Um, other good colors for you with with uh, beyond the white. White is your power color. Um, you like a lot, a lot of silvers work well for you. The grays, nice fresh minty green. Um, the pastel colors, uh, nice lavenders, and, 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 and not that that should be something you can't wear, but purple is good, too, um, but lighter shades of the purple, more of the pastel shades of things, the lighter colors um, work well with you. Grab an amethyst and an emerald, um, and also a platinum, any kind of platinum you can get a hold of, and aquamarine works really well for your energy. Okay. And do you... Um, do you have a lot of fruit juicing, like natural fruit juicing? I have been lately a lot of juicing and green juicing. I'm getting into holistic health for myself. Oh, that's fantastic because the your energy also very much responds to, to drinking, like, fresh juice, not pasteurized bought juice in the store, but, like, you know, buy yourself a juice juicer of some kind and, you know, really – Pound the <laughs> apples, cranberries, um, all kinds of melons, cucumbers, all those kinds of foods are really beneficial. And, and it boosts your vitality. Is your energy so sensitive that, like, prescription drugs or anything that's synthetic or kind of whatever does not work in your energy field at all? It kind of twists you up a little more. Um, and also, do you like reflexology? Uh, do I have allergies? No, no. Excuse me. Do you ha do you like reflexology? Oh, I've been I've been seeing that about different hands and feet. Yes, yes. ma'am. Yes, that is also one of a, a seven needs to take care of their feet. Um, and I say seven because it's sixteen. One, the six, is seven. Anybody who's listening who is a seven, if you're a seven, you're twenty five. Any calendar date of the month, if you're born on that, it's, it's, it's the same seven energy will, will apply to you. Um, a reflexology on a regular basis for you, oh, it opens up your chi, it opens up all your energy, and, and, and you're able to make – what it does is it allows your intuition to work in the best way for you. Um, what, what happens with sevens is that you kind of get caught up in a little bit of anxiety a lot because you worry. Um, and you can't worry a lot. You've got to let that go because sevens don't, they just get caught up because they, they got, you're a lot like a Pisces because Pisces is guided by Neptune as is a seven. And Neptune is this extremely like wow -o imaginative planet in the sea of possibilities because it's swimming in the sea, it's mutable water, but it can be a little deceptive. It, 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 like Neptune can cloud things. It can kind of make things a little murky. I mean, when you're in the ocean, who knows where you're going to end up, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how Neptune operates. So it's seven or Pisces. They all do this. Um, they, they can, if they're not still and quiet and if they're not doing things naturally, they are getting very toxic. They get very clouded up. And, and that's what kind of happens with that. So the reflexology, I mean, you, you know, 
And you, the more black you ever wear, the more you will keep attracting the storms to you that really never have anything to do with you, but you kind of get sucked in, up into them like a hurricane. Yeah. And then things don't work out like you planned. But the stiller you are and the quieter you are, the more you can tap into that intuition. Because, you're, like I said, you're, you're, you're like a channel when you get into it. Um, your dreams always will tell you. Spending time by water will, you know, very much help you. I mean, because you, you're very much, you've got healing. I don't know what you do with your hands, but you heal with your hands. This is what you, what you do. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been told that. I've been trying to tap into that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you don't become a reflexologist, <laughs> you should be a good masseuse or something. <laughs> because, I mean, Gemini works with the hands and you're a seven. So, I mean, you know, sevens are healers uh, for the most part. Um, either that or they become fantastic actors or they're lawyers. Because <laughs> you have a mind like a sponge. I mean, you just like absorb information. You can spit it out on a dime and make it look effortless. But you go through a lot of analysis and, and process to make it happen that way. It takes you a long time to do it. But when you when you perform, it's like, ooh, that's cool. Are you musical too? No, no, ma'am, not. I, I mean, I used to write, you know, and rap a little bit, but okay. Well, you got musical talent somehow, some way. Either sing or you write poetry, or you know, you've got you've got the gift of communication. However, you want to express that, because uh, you're all communication, being a Gemini in the sixteen. So. Uh, it, it's a powerful combination, but you've got to have stillness to handle the energy because <laughs> right. you're very mutable, you know, but you need to be still and, and quiet time for the self in order to, to, you know, work with the energy optimally. So. Absolutely. Cool. So you get ready because you're going to be, you know, you got a few more, a couple more, you know, a couple more months here of letting go of some things, but there's a lot of, Wow, oh, if it's newish for you coming up 2013 to 14, you're going to be amazed at what will start to happen. Don't miss out on any opportunity. Check it out. Don't say, yeah, you don't have to say yes to everything, but make sure that, you know, you you give it a give it a chance before you say no. Because, you know, you like your comfort zone. Of, you, you like your comfort zone a little. You like what you're really familiar with, but this is going to be a year to get out of this, this place of familiarity and move into this whole other space in your life. Okay. So, have fun with that. Thank you. I definitely. Because you're a Gemini, you know, you like to have fun. You know, you get got to sit down with both sides of yourself and unite away. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Todd, let us know how everything goes for you, okay? I sure will. I'll follow the show. And peace and love to y'all. Thank you. Peace, peace and love to you, too. Much love to evolve, Todd. Take care. You, too. Well, my dear, it's been another phenomenal show with you. It's always a great time. I, 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 I love your show. It's it's always I have oodles and oodles of fun. Well good. I'm <laughs> glad you do. And I look forward to having you back on the show again real soon. Yes, absolutely. I think uh what do we got? April coming up. And yep. I'll probably be talking to you uh from the road, because uh, I'll be doing my road trip my cross country road trip soon. Uh, my cross country cool. tour. So um I'm I'm really excited about that. I'm leaving on that solar eclipse, which is really funny. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I, I kind of planned eclipse. it. You know me. I had to plan it purposely, and I had to plan it when it wasn't going to be Mercury retrograde. <laughs> well, yeah. Because I'd be foolish to travel across the country under Mercury retrograde. You know that. So yeah, I, no, I, 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 I wouldn't follow my own advice. 
I would not. Yeah, you'd be in the middle of no, you know, in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden, you know, your vehicle would break down, you know. Exactly, and we that that's you know, I uh, it's going to be a safe, fantastic, and wonderful journey here, there, and back. Well, <laughs> so good. I'm looking forward to it all. So thank you so much again, Michael. Always a pleasure. Uh, oh, thank you so much. And how can everyone reach you one more time before we uh, end the show? Yes, I'm uh, ShavitaStar.com. And, uh, of course, ShavitaStar on Facebook, Shavita Lexagramist, Shavita Star Secrets. It's all in the name. is the book. and uh, But everything's on ShavitaStar.com. So yeah, all, th- that will lead you to all the other roads you need to go. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you, my dear. Thank you so much again. Always Have a, a great night. Yes, you too. Blessings, bye-bye. blessings. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, don't forget, everyone, visit Sharita on her website and on her Facebook page to let her know how much you appreciate her joining us tonight for a phenomenal show. And I believe this is the first. Every single caller was a man tonight. Cool. Not bad. Always interested in firsts. And don't forget, visit our website, be the light spiritual and wellness com. And while you're at it, too, go ahead and visit our store's website. We've got a nice little store going on here. It's the Mystic store.biz t-h-e-m-y-s-t-i-c-s-t-o-r-e dot biz uh, lots of great products being added on there all the time and uh, help us out with the donation if you can helps keep us on the air and helps keep us growing and until tomorrow night everybody have fun be good and know this that you are loved because Ryan loves you Arlene loves you Sharita loves you Darby loves you Gretchen loves you God loves you and so do I good night everybody <laughs>